Thank you for listening to My My Thoughts, a podcast with Jay. Here is this week's episode. I'm like peace, I'm like whatever. We could be, we could be something, but I don't know just where we're going. Take me in circles, but I like it. you guys did not get an episode last week and I had people at my head (laughs) um I apologize I went to the Dreamville Festival and it was um Friday well Saturday Sunday and I didn't get back home until Monday night so I could not record an episode again I apologize but I also love the fact that y'all are holding me accountable and like okay it's Monday where's your episode but again I am sorry um the concert was amazing. Y'all know how much I love J. Cole. And if you don't know, now you know. Seeing J. Cole was and being around like so many people and been like in a different atmosphere. Like I feel like I just been like locked in the house so much with the whole working from home thing. I haven't like I've been out, but it's like been out in my hometown. So, you know, like love to sh- love Chicago to death, but it's still like sometimes you just need something new, you need something fresh. And um I also realized that traveling is peace for me, no matter what the trip is that I'm doing, that moment getting on the plane and just flying high above the world and seeing the clouds and looking down at like the geography of the earth is just like, ugh, it's like one of my favorite views is looking at an airplane. And like, I'm that person, no matter how many times I'm flying, I have so many pictures on my phone of the flight there and back of just the sky. And it's just, like, breathtaking to see, like, what God made for us. It's just, like, wow. Like, I love, I love it so much. And it's crazy because I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> like, legit, like, still holding on to the armrest when the plane's taking off. I'm, like, praying strong and hard. Like, okay, Lord, please let us get there safely. Um, but once I'm in the air and once it's calmed down, like, I'm, like, ah, okay. And then go on with our trip. And then, you know, come back home. So, yes, um, the concert was amazing. And... We've seen J. Cole, Ari Lennox, the whole Dreamville, um, Lil Wayne, T.I., Young Jeezy, Kate Lonnie. It was a great trip. And it was in North Carolina, which is the first time I was there, but it was still um, well, where we were in Raleigh. And it was a great time. It was fun. I love, 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 love being around Black people in a beautiful environment. Everybody was vibing. There was no violence. It was just like a very great time. I loved it. Um, but in the meantime, I also did record a poem that I posted and I will be recording one as well tonight and posting. I'm going to post this episode of the podcast on Monday and I'm thinking I'm going to release the poem either Wednesday or Friday and it's in honor of it being National National Poetry Month, which I, before, like if you follow my blog, I posted a poem every week on my blog. But this time, I'm like, I want to do, get some recording and get more people to he- actually hear me speak. So I'll be doing that. And then I did go to therapy twice. 
since my last podcast so i got a little this week in therapy for you guys so this is what this episode will just be about is this week and last week's therapy session and also y'all i talked to my therapist and one she is somebody else holding me accountable she's like okay so how was your podcast this week and i'm like uh i'm like i didn't do it but i was like but my placeholder was like poetry so i was like i was glad i was able to still post it and get something out there i was like i want to keep doing something on monday so i still did my part i didn't record an episode but i still did my part um but i don't remember if anybody actually actually everybody did the poll on instagram saying which one they preferred and i I told you guys i missed the 24-hour window of seeing what people picked for the title of our therapy sessions and from what I first seen, a lot of people did say this week in therapy instead of my therapy said, my therapist said, and I talked to my therapist, and she also liked this week in therapy. So we are going to go with this week in therapy for sessions or conversations about what I learned that week in therapy. And it's not actual details of what I learned. It's just conversations that we had that I care to share with you guys, because a lot of people have been interested in my therapy journey and you know again I am not like a oh I'm forcing you to go to therapy but if you're thinking about it I do encourage you I do believe everybody should at least do a couple sessions with the therapist especially a therapist that they can connect to find your person and give them your truth your all and go from there all right so this week in therapy um we talked about new like moving to new locations so I have always if you know me personally I've always wanted to move to Atlanta Atlanta has always been one of my home away from homes for me and I've only been a few times but every time I went it's always been so many great vibes like the energy is great the hospital the southern hospitality that you get down like I feel like Atlanta is like Chicago but down south and I love Chicago born and raised this this is my home but not only is the weather iffy I just like I want to do more things so I've talked to my therapist about this before and she's like okay are you ready like are you ready to move out meet new people do new things be away from your family um and I'm like uh kinda yeah I don't know like I want to and as you know also that mindset like I told myself I want to be in my own place um by the time I turn 30 and she's like okay that could work but I'm like I'm I don't I'm I'm one of people like I don't like putting it's weird because I like making goals but I don't like setting goals so far in advance because I feel like if you're planning so hard to make that happen if it goes wrong you feel like your whole life falls apart and I don't want that you know like I don't want to get to the point where I'm like okay I'm about to hit this certain age and I'm like oh well I can't move to Atlanta or this happened or this happened and I'm like okay so I you know be prepared for everything and while we were talking she was kind of like you know be realistic about moving and about being in a new space she said because of course it'll feel different and I've talked to certain people that have made like drastic moves in their lives and a lot of people were like you know at least do a year do a year in that one place that you've always wanted to move to you know do a year lease at an apartment or a house whatever see how it feels see what you like and if you don't like you can always go back home and I'm like you're right 
Like that makes that makes sense. And it's like also set realistic goals for yourself that you know you will actually achieve. Um, we've talked about me going to the gym and I got me a personal trainer and my cousin and she was like, Well, set realistic goals for yourself. Don't say in two months I'm gonna lose a hundred pounds. Like that's not realistic. Or don't say, Oh, I'm gonna completely change my diet going forward. I'm never gonna eat anything unhealthy again in my life. She's like, Be be realistic, like, okay, this week I won't eat out as much as I used to or this week instead of, you know, two glasses of wine, I'll have one glass. Like she was like, make goals that are realistic for you to actually achieve. And I'm like, Okay. So, and if you guys hear the paper rumbling or me stopping or pausing, I actually took notes from therapy um, for my last couple sessions just so I could actually, you know, remember what she's saying. I feel like sometimes I don't remember everything we talk about and I'm sitting here like, um, so I actually wrote notes down. So another thing that she mentioned was being prepared for what's to come. Like you you can set your goals and your intentions of what you want to happen in your life, but you really also have to be prepared for what would come. And you also have to be prepared for both halves of it. Like, you know, the half of one, you might go down there and I might love it. And the other half of, oh, I might get down there and I might not like it. It might have been more of a visiting type of location. Like this is more, I feel more at home when I'm traveling there, but I want to go back home. So it was like being prepared for what, you know, anything that might come or might happen while you're there. And another thing that really stood out to me was getting comfortable in the environment that I'm in now. And this came up because I mentioned that I went to a open mic and they were like, take a 15 minute intermission. It was like, everybody go ahead and network, you know, during this time and we'll come back. And I sat there. I didn't talk to anybody. I Like, towards the end, I did because in my mind, I was like, no, 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 go talk to somebody. But I feel like people who know me personally don't know that if you don't know me, I'm not talking to you. And it's bad. Like, not, like, in a rude way. It's just I become very nervous and shy. And my outgoing personality is not there when you first meet me. But I also noticed... I have to have a vibe with you. If I feel off back a vibe or some type of connection to make me want to have a conversation with you, we're cool. I can start a conversation. I can spark a conversation. Like when we were at the open mic, I ended up talking to another poet. So like she had just went on. And I was like, so how did you do it? What makes you know? Like it was just questions because this is somebody I know I can connect directly with because you do what I do. So it made me a little bit more comfortable and then I told her I was like girl they said network and I'm over here like Ugh. and she was like I'm the same way she was like I'm really like to myself and I'm like maybe that's like a artist type of thing um but she's like I'm really to myself sometimes and I don't get up and network and stuff like that and I'm like oh well yeah I'm like that's crazy and she gave me like a lot of tips and stuff I think I mentioned this before but it was I came out of my shell and what she what my therapist was basically telling me is you know do that now she's like if you plan to go to Atlanta and you plan to network and be in the fashion world or you know meet celebrities and try to network with them to work with them in the fashion world and even take my event planning down there or you know doing poetry and open mics and stuff she was like how are you going to be comfortable doing it in another state if you're not comfortable doing it at home where you actually are comfortable at and I was like huh and every time she say something that blow my mind, I'd be like, this is why you a therapist, girl. Like, you you get paid for this. And she'd just be cracking up. I'm like, this is real. Like, I didn't even think about the fact that 
if I'm nervous in my own hometown where I'm surrounded by people that I've probably known my entire life from, you know, grammar school to high school, middle school, adulthood, like family, friends, people that I, you know, haven't seen in forever or connected to somebody else. Like if I'm nervous to go out and be myself around these people, how do I think I'm going to go out to a new place in a new environment and be myself to people that I have no idea who these people are or, you know, even going alone. Like, I mean, I won't be alone. Like my sister is going to go to Clark Atlanta. I have a family, I have family out there, but it's just like still in my own place, in my community. When I have no one else around me, how will I be comfortable in a place? if I'm not comfortable where I actually am comfortable at. And it kind of took me aback Cause I'm like, wow, you're right. I was like, I'm telling myself I'm ready and mentally I don't I'm like I'm not there to the point where I'm like okay let me go jump off this cliff and and it's not saying that I'm pushing anything back my plans are still my plans but I need to do what I need to do here first and and I feel like a lot of people do like I see a lot of people who will start off and succeed in their hometown and then they are moving and people are like oh you don't love Chicago because you moved to LA or you moved to um, Texas or Arizona blah blah blah. and it's like yeah it's not that I don't love it it's just that I've done what I needed to do here I've broadened my horizons in my hometown and now it's time for me to go somewhere else and I feel like that's where I want to be when I do decide to move you know like oh, oh please but like I want to be able to say I've accomplished what I need to accomplish in Chicago or even if it's to the point where I'm just doing open mics now I have been to five or six open mics and I'm performing and now I'm more comfortable on stage in front of a crowd of people and in this in this crowd of people I have at least two three four five familiar faces that I can look at while I'm saying my while I'm doing my poetry to feel more comfortable and then that number starts dwindling down to nobody I know in this crowd but it makes it more comfortable when I go to a different state now I'm okay with talking in front of people that I don't know because I've adjusted myself to that while I was home and I just like it, it makes sense because if I'm afraid and I won't even say I'm afraid I just I do have a thing with fear I'm always afraid to do something or I have a fear of something not working out and I need to get that out of my mindset too because being afraid of things just holds you back being afraid stops you on that ladder where you you're like I can't go any higher but I don't want to go back down and now you're just sitting in the middle and you don't have anywhere to go because you're so afraid to see what might not what might come next and I don't want that fear I don't want that fear in my life because I am a very, very talented person. And that's not like in a bragging, cocky type of way. Like I am a very talented person and I have a various of talents. I'm sorry, a variety of talents. I like I can do um fashion, I can do poetry, I can cook, I can do event planning, I can be a great secretary. Like there's so many things that I can do and I just wanna achieve all of it. And I feel like fear is what stops me from achieving anything. And for me to become what I want to be in life, I need to stop being afraid. I need to stop halting myself in the middle where I'm comfortable at. And I think that's what it is. It's our, our comfort zone is too comfortable. 
There are so many people in the world who don't do anything more than what they know what to do. They've never tried anything else. There are people who, like, let's say people who, um, who work at the post office, not to down talk anybody who works at the post office, but people who work at the post office. I know people who work at the post office all of their lives. They start there, they retire, retire there, that's it. And some people are in the same position. They're like mail carriers their entire life. They hate it, but the money's good. It's a government job. You get benefits. You like maybe off on holidays. The more you go up on the ladder, you can start picking and choosing your schedule or where you're located at. That's comfort. Because you're in that position, you're like, well, I'm getting paid. Why do I need more? What else do I need to go figure out? What else do I need to go see in the world when I know at this point I'm comfortable here? So why would I go wander off to find anything else? And I feel like that's a big thing with the people in our older generations outside of my generation because they are so stagnant with what things are in their life. So many of them don't realize that they even are better in a better position or a better occupation until they like 50 40 50 years old because you were so comfortable our comfort zone sometimes holds us back our comfort zone becomes our 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 comfort (laughs) like being comfortable makes us think we don't need to go find anything else if you know you make 40,000 a year and every month your bills are paid your kids taken care of you're like I don't need more because I have it why would I leave a job making this much money where I know I'm set to go make more to do a different type of job to come out of my element and it's like because you never know what's on the other side of that door you never know what else you can accomplish if you don't go out there and try to do something else and I'm not saying you know don't I mean, don't, I mean, I don't, eh, sorry. I'm not saying stop being a mail carrier or going to be an astronaut. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying if you know you're really good at electricity, go get your, like, you know, go to trade school and learn and become an electrician on the side of your hut, like your actual job. If you know you've been braiding everybody in the hair in the family hair since you was 10, but that ain't bringing enough money and this real job is, still do your real job, get your coins, but also go follow your dream. Like do something that makes you happy. I feel like we should never live life waking up okay with comfort. Like yes, live a comfortable life, but do it happily. Find peace in what you're comfortable in so you don't have to always feel like, eh, I'm waking up this morning, I'm going to go do this. Like, I, Repetition bothers me. I feel like that's why I kind of am okay with moving from job to job sometimes because I'm like, I don't like doing the same thing over and over again every day. I don't like reading the same thing, telling people the same things. Like doing the call center is the repetition to its fullest. I don't like hearing... I mean, you know, repeating the same thing over and over again. Even if it's different people, different situations, I'm, I'm still repeating myself. And I don't want that. Like, I want to be comfortable and happy. And not saying that people who are in comfortable places are not happy. I just like some people become too comfortable with being comfortable. We don't know how to really get out of our comfort zone because we're afraid to see what else is out there. 
We're afraid that if we step away from what makes us comfortable, that we'll feel, fail. And the thing is, just try it. You never know until you try it. And like my therapist has said before, you're not failing. She, she literally told me, she's like, you can't fail in life. There is no such thing as failing. She's like, you either don't do it good the first time and say, hmm, I'm going to just do it again. Or I didn't do good doing it this way. I'm going to go do it another way. But you're not failing because at least you tried. At least you did what you wanted to do. And then you're like, it didn't work out. I'm okay with that. And believe me, it takes a lot to be okay with not succeeding in something that you wanted to happen. But then you're like, okay, but I did it. Nobody can never say that I didn't do it. I can never look back on my life and say, damn, I wish I would have done that. And I feel like a lot of us live with a lot of regret. Like there are so many things in my life that I'll look back on that I pinpoint certain moments where I'm like, I wish I would have did that. And I, when I tell you, these are things that probably would have never changed in my life. It was, this is one thing that pops up in my head all the time. My auntie went to a private school. I'm sorry, it was a Catholic school. And they were performing lean on me. And me and my brother were with her doing her practice. And they needed somebody to help them, like, fill in a spot doing a practice. Mind you, this is not in the actual production. This is in a room full of other students and teachers performing and practicing. And my auntie's like, come on up here, you could do it. And I got up there, baby, and I just was like, uh, no, I'm okay, I don't wanna do it, I don't wanna do it, I don't wanna do it. And then my brother went up there and he did it. And that entire day, I was so mad. Cause I was like, oh, I think I shoulda did it. And then when it was time to go, I'm like, man, I can't, I can't never get that opportunity back. Like I should have done that. Bro, I promise you, I was probably like seven. And the fact that I remember this vividly is like so many opportunities. This is just popping in my head. Like, I should have done that. Granted, I can't get that back. I can't take that time back and go back years ago to be a stand in for a practice. But I still wish I would have done it. And it was back then, my fear. I was scared. I was like, no, I don't want to do it. But then going to see somebody else do something that I know I would have done good at made me mad. Not mad to a sense, but it was just like, dang, I should have done it. I don't know why I was so afraid. Like, it wasn't even that hard. All he did was lean back. Like, I'm like yeah, I could have leaned on her. Like, I could have done that. But we're just so, it, it's just so, like, in our heads, like, dang, I wish I would have done that different. I wish something else or I wish they would ask me again even in the sense of like shooting your shot to a, a guy or a girl you were like dang this person in front of me is gorgeous like look at them just mm, fine like oh my god I want that person this is our only window of opportunity we'll only see each other on this very certain day we'll never see each other again like say you traveling or something I'll never see this person again I don't have my girls with me to back me up, to push me to go do it. Like, what am I going to do? And then, boom, you let that person fly away. That could have been your husband, child. It could have been your wife. But you didn't shoot your shot. You messed up. Like, you, you really messed it up. And, and that could have been your person. And now it's not because you missed the opportunity because you were afraid. Let's stop being scared. We are missing our husbands and our wives. Like, let's legit stop being scared. 
is and this is like real life i know a lot of people we fumble our blessings because we are so afraid we and we end up regretting and it's like a lot of people like i don't live a regret and i say the same thing i don't i don't regret anything but i don't regret anything that i do but i do regret a lot of things i didn't do i regret a lot of moments where i didn't speak up for myself i regret moments where i should have went left instead of going right I regret moments when I didn't leave out sooner. I, and I, you know, my mantra is everything happens for a reason, which is very true, but it still doesn't make you second guess why you did something you did or why you missed the opportunity or, you know, and you can't always think of it like, well, I didn't go to that party and I'm glad I didn't because the whole party got shot up. Like, you can't think of it like that because like, you know, that's how life plays out, but it's still like a dang, I didn't get to go to that party and... Beyonce showed up all because I didn't want to go and I kept saying I was gonna go and I didn't want to go and then I didn't go and then I missed my opportunity to meet Beyonce you know like it's just sometimes we do legit have to take chances in life and another thing that my therapist said in regards to that she was like instead of saying what's the worst that can happen or you mean no she said you can say what's the worst that can happen when you're questioning a decision like if I Moved to Atlanta and I hate it. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Like, I hate it, but at least I, I did it. I went out there, I tried it, I gave it a chance. And because it's my life and I make my own decisions, nobody can judge me or tell me anything about what I did. Oh, you only went for a year and you've been living in Chicago all your life. What you do? <laughs> like, you can't, you can't tell me that I didn't go out there and do it. I put it on my vision board, I wrote it down, I started saving, I started planning, and I did it. Was it my dream of where I lived at or where I wanted to be or, you know, where I built my family? No, it wasn't, but I still did it. And then it's not even to say that in 2023, it wasn't, because in 2025, it might be. Maybe I needed to, you know, go down there and get my toe wet. And I'm like, mm, gas prices high down here. Mm, rent kind of high out here. Eh, maybe I don't want to live here now. But that don't mean that's not in my future. But at least I went and I got to see what it was like while I was doing it. And I'm like, okay, not now. Like, this isn't where I want to be now, but it's where I want to be later or at some point in my life. And on top of the what's the worst that can happen she said what's the best thing that can happen to take the negativity out of what's the worst so it's like well me you know going on a date with a guy that I just met and he's just like oh you fine like, blah, blah, blah. like you know spit his game I said man blah, blah, blah. let's go out and you're like eh what's the worst that could happen if I get a meal and I was like no I don't think of it like that like what's the best that can happen this can be somebody that you instantly click with. Like, y'all didn't click when y'all first met, like, off that. Or y'all not clicking through text messages or phone calls. Because sometimes people vibe better when they're in person. Like, you really have to get to know a person better when you're in person, face face with them, um, you know, eating, drinking, whatever. Like, you're in the type of environment where you get to know this person in, this, in their, like, complete element. And it's like, what's the best thing that could happen? This person could become my husband. This person could become my best friend. This person could become the father to my children. Like, you don't know because you're so stuck on it. Eh, but it might not work out. 
And it's like, okay, but then stop giving that dude a chance. Like, if you knew it was a possibility that person would not work out, why even put it out there, the energy of accepting this person? Because the older I get, I kid you not, and I do want to have a uh, episode about relationships. I kid you not, I don't even really want to give you a chance if I don't think you have one. Because why I'm wasting our time, like, time is precious. I feel like we're wasting our time giving the chance to people that we don't really like. I don't really like you. So, no, you can't take me out. And it might come off rude. It might come off harsh. But I'm going to be honest with you. I don't. And I've told people, guys, this. So, for like, I don't want to waste your time. And I don't want my time wasted. You're a cool person. We're probably better off as friends. I I don't want to date you. It has nothing to do with you as a person. It has nothing to do with your likes. We just don't vibe. And I can know that I can tell that off of a conversation. Even if we text him for a little bit, I'm like, okay, cool, let me give you my number. Let me see if I got a feel for you. But you taking me out on a date or, you know, having conversations with me doesn't mean I have to like you. And people don't, you know, be like, oh, well, you're supposed to. Cause you No, because we old enough to be like, I'm not wasting time. So I'm not even going to put myself in a situation where it's like, you think I want you or you think I'm leading you on because up front, I'm like, nah, I'm good. And that's the, not the, what's the worst that could happen or what's the best thing that could happen thing. It's just being real and honest with yourself. And that's from relationships to everyday life. If you know for a fact you moving across the country away from your family is going to scare the shit out of you and you know you need that support and you know you're going to be scared and terrified every day pause like you don't have to do it right now wait till you are comfortable in that decision but also don't wait too long when that decision flies past you because we get comfortable and then we just be like oh i'll do it next week oh i'll do it next week and then next week becomes six seven eight years and you're just sitting here like damn i've literally let time fly past me and I didn't do anything I wanted to do and here I am again in this in this location or in this state of mind that I don't even want to be in but I was so afraid because I'm not saying this you don't it's not that you can't be afraid every new thing in our life we're going to be afraid of starting a new job meeting a new person going to a new school driving a new car we're going to be afraid of it but do we let that fear hold us back do we let ourselves be afraid of what could happen granted there's a lot of things that you can like list down that's the baddest things in the world you could write down the list like this could possibly happen to me and there's so much more that you could write that could possibly great things happen you could be i could literally move to atlanta tomorrow run into a fashion stylist and they'd be like okay boom i want you to be my mentor your work is good you never know you just really never know in life. I know there are a million people that, especially people who like inspire me, like J. Cole, for example. Like he became a rapper, he was selling his CD, passing his CD out around his hometown, and he got up and took that chance to move to New York. Like living in other people's cribs and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I want to make it. I'm trying to be a rapper, blah, blah. Rapper for Jay Z, like, this is who I want to be. Like, yeah, da, da, da. And he did it. Look at him now. My man's out here running Grammys, even though, you know, he became snub or whatever. But still in an element where he's doing what he loves because he believed in himself. 
And I feel like that's a major key. We could be afraid of everything in the world, but as long as you believe that you were put in this world to change it, to change your world, to change your family's world, then anything is possible. Never be so afraid that you don't believe in yourself. Never be so afraid that you don't believe that you can achieve anything in this world. Because honestly, you just really have to believe in yourself because there are some people who are like, oh, I can do it, but am I putting that grind behind it? Am I putting that my fear aside to go do something that I truly love or do something I've always wanted to do? Like, I am afraid of heights. Like, don't even ride roller coasters afraid of heights. And I think it's a short person thing. Like, I'm so short. Tall things just throw me off. <laughs> I'm afraid of heights. And one day, I actually want to do, like, do the skydiving, like, jump out of an airplane. I don't know why. I've never even done the eye sky indoor skydiving thing. But I feel like that's something that's, like, I can breathe. Like, this is something I'm, I am I know I'm afraid of. Like, I want to do something that's going to push my limits. That I'm, I'm like, I might faint or throw up in my mouth like five or six times while I'm doing it. But once I hit that ground, I'm like, dang, I did it. I might never want to do it again, but I did it. You know, it's just, you got to take a chance sometimes. You have to become who you want to become. So many times we are so stuck on the middle of that ladder because we don't know if this is really what we want to do. It's so many people who become doctors and lawyers because their family sold them to do it and then they miserable and they not happy. Like, yeah, they making a bag, but it's, it's not what they want to do. They want to go be a ballerina or they wanted to just be a barber. Like, do what you want to do because granted, you have supporters, but then you also have people who feel as though if I'm supporting you, you're supposed to listen to what I'm telling you to do. You're supposed to follow my path for you. The path that I never felt followed for myself, you're supposed to do. I've seen so many movies and TV shows and even real life where people's parents never, you know, had the guts or never had the ability to go off and become a doctor. So they're just pushing their child to be one. And it's like, but you never listen to me. That's not what I want to do. I never said I want to be a doctor. That's not my life goal. That's your life goal. So never... Let anyone stop you from doing and being what you want to be. And granted, I know it's hard. It's hard to tell people who love you and support you that you don't want to do what they want you to do. But it's also, would you rather look back at your life 30 years later and say, damn, I'm living somebody else's dream? I'm This is someone else's path? Because you're never going to find happiness. You're never going to be in the mindset of peace because you're so worried about pleasing someone else. So if you're in the middle of that ladder and you're like, I should keep going up, make sure you're going up for yourself. Because if not, maybe come down and get on another ladder. Maybe that ladder ain't, ain't for you. Maybe where you going really ain't going to bring you peace or comfortability. Like you're not going to be in where you want to be in life. Like take a chance on yourself and, and believe that you you can make a difference in your own life. Still have those people behind you cheering you on, but also get those people to understand why you're doing what you're doing. Because I'm doing it for me. I love you. 
and I thank you and I appreciate you, but I'm doing it for me. I'm following this path because this is the path that was chosen for me by God. Like, this is where I want to go. And people, some people understand it, some people don't. But at the end of the day, as long as you're happy with the decisions that you make in life, that's all that matters. As long as you can look back and say, I don't regret not doing something. That's all that matters. I don't regret not going out that one time or talking to these people or networking with these people. I, I, I regret nothing because at least I can say I did it. I tried it. And even if you were the type of person that's like, oh, well, let me follow my family's path. Go be a nurse. Be a doctor. Be an astronaut. You tried it. You're like, eh, I did it. I don't like it. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go start my own music band, you know, travel the world. This is what I'm going to do because I tried it and I didn't love it. Because you don't love it. What are you doing it for? Like, ew. You want to wake up every day and like something? Boo. <clears throat> Blowing tomatoes, 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 tomatoes. No. Whatever you do, love what you're doing. Love the fact that you get to wake up every day and achieve goals because of something. Achieve goals by doing something that you love. Because the world is full of possibilities. We could become anything that we want to become. Like, legit. Like, you can legit become anything you want to as long as you have that drive, that ambition, that that determination, that consistency, and that belief in yourself and the people around you believing you. That's really all you have to do. And And I just feel like, you know, there's just so much space in the world for us to create new things and become something new and even like I said before even if you're doing the same thing that somebody else has done you're doing it for you you're doing it your way nobody's doing how it doing it how you do it there's nobody achieving that goal the way you achieve that goal it may look the same it may sound the same but it's not never the same not not one person even in any industry right now came up the exact same way our backgrounds might have looked similar. You know, we would have both grew up in like a single parent home or this or that, but it's like it's never the same life. Even people who grew up together, me and my older brother are almost completely different people. We grew up in the same house. And that's okay. He has his path and I have my path. We don't have to be the same person, but I love and support him as much. But people don't realize that it's like it's okay to be like, oh, yeah, I came from this type of background, da, 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 and if so-and-so did it that way, I could do it that way. too. like, yeah, but do it in your own way. Believe in yourself in your own tongue So it's like, okay, well, I didn't follow that exact path, but I still got here. It's just the achievement of looking back at yourself and saying, wow, I did that. No matter how big or how small it is, I did that. And I'm proud of it. And I appreciate me, you know, all those long hours of me not being comfortable. I love where I am now. To the point where I became and I made new comfort for myself. I stopped being comfortable in a situation to now I can build my own comfort zone. And I know that even in my new comfort zone, I'm not just comfortable and sitting around because now it's plushy and I like it. I'm comfortable, but I know that there's a newness to come. 
I'm comfortable and I know that I could go and bring something else into my comfort zone and now that makes me comfortable or this person makes me comfortable and now I'm just continuing to build on my own comfort and building comfort around me. Like I'm not just dealing with everyday things and like, eh, like these are things that I'm, I'm creating on my own. Like, yeah, I'm living my day-to-day life, but I'm also doing something different than I did yesterday, and I'm doing something different than I did that day, and my life is coming around full circle because I started believing in myself, and I started loving and caring for myself, and myself loves me, which is the very biggest thing that you can do is love yourself. Like, you can never love anyone else if you don't love yourself. So now I'm in this position where I love me, and I love what I'm doing, I love people around me, that now what used to be comfortable to me is no longer where I want to be. What used to bring me so much comfort makes me laugh now because I'm like, damn, I really sat in that for so long without breaking through those walls. And even if you bring a little bit of that comfort with you, you know, that one teddy bear that you had to keep with you for the rest of your life because that that teddy bear brings you some type of comfort. But let me go put it up here with the rest of this stuff. Like, let me, I know that piece of my comfort is always there, but now I have new comfort and my new comfort is peace. My new comfort is wealth, love and family and new friends and being able to travel the world and say that I did that, that I did something. It's just, I can't wait till I get that for myself, you know? Like, you're always thinking and dreaming of what you want to happen in your life and I just can't wait. And it's crazy, like, even looking back today, every night I look at my time hop, and it's always like, oh, five, six, seven, eight years ago, I did this. And I'm like, bro, you did that. I promise you. This is becoming full circle. I tweeted one day asking people, did they make logos? And I don't think I got to respond. Two years later, I was making my own logos and creating my own business. Kid you not. Like, I remember tweeting before I went back to school like man this was it had to be let me see 2012 I graduated high school so like 2016 everybody from my high school was graduating college and I remember tweeting like damn this should have been me I wish things would have went different and da 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 I can't wait to graduate and I'm like but looking back now your girl got her degree or whatever, but I also lived so much in that period of my life, and I appreciate the journey that I went on, even though at that moment, so many years ago, I'm like, this is not what I want to do, and I want to do this, and I want to do that, but I'm like, looking back now, I'm like, wow, I'm glad I did what I did and where I went, because before, I didn't want to go to school for fashion. I didn't even know you could go to school for fashion, <laughs> so I'm like, to now be doing something that I love, and I took my route and I took my path like no I didn't think I was not gonna go to a four-year college and no I didn't think I was gonna you know live at home with my mom while I went to school but I did it and I'm thankful for the path that I took I'm thankful for the route that I took and that I trusted myself in the people and I allowed the people around me to trust in me trusting in myself like it ain't easy to tell your parents oh yeah I'm not about to go back to school I'm gonna go work full-time at this job and granted, believe me, my mom and my daddy was like, so when are you going back? My daddy would send me the message all the time, so you going back to school yet? You good? You want to go back to school to do this? You could go do this, as long as you get that degree. 
And it was like that slight push of don't forget you got to get that degree. It wasn't forceful. It was like, I understand you're taking your own path. Do what you want to do, but don't forget you did have a goal at one point. And granted, when you working full time, you bringing that bag and you like, what degree? But then I got to a point of comfort. I was working in the call center. I was making good money. And I was like, I could do this. But then I started seeing people around me who were in positions for 20 plus years and they were so comfortable. And it wasn't even the checks. It was like the benefits of the job. And everybody hated it. They hated the job. But they stayed there because it was comfortable. I remember one lady saying, yeah, I've been working here since my son was born and he about to go to college. And, you know, when he graduated high school, I think I'm going to leave then. But that check was comfort. That schedule was comfort. I didn't want that. I was like, I was sitting there almost the youngest person in my, um, on my team. And I was like, yeah, no, I can't do this. <laughs> I was just on that. I was like, I'm like, going to have to quit. This is it. I was like, I want to follow my path. I have always said since I when it was in high school, middle school, like watching sister, sister, and watching them go to college and graduate, I was like, oh my God, I could do that too. Off that T and Tamara, shout out to them. Y'all encouraged me to graduate. I even wanted to go to the University of Michigan because of them. <laughs> and, but I was like, I got to do it. That's one of my goals. And I stopped working full time and I came out of my comfort zone. Y'all don't even understand how taking that that pay cut hurt your girl, baby. I feel like I was down and out because when I did it, I wasn't saving money. I was just like, eh, yeah, I'm gonna quit. I'm over it. But I, you know, it was hard not having what I had all the time. Uh, I had a car note to pay. I had bills to pay. It was just like, oh, I don't have that anymore. I don't have that consistent check coming in. But I'm doing something I want to do. I'm going to school every day. I'm working to get my degree. Because the longer I push it off, the longer it's going to take for me to graduate. And even when you go to community college and you're like, oh, it's only two years, that's still like the longest two years of your life because you, especially if you push it back. But I came out of what was comfortable to me. I came out of having that money and being able to go shop and eat out and travel and do everything when I wanted to do it. It was like, nah, now it's time to buckle down. It was different going from, you know, this was my schedule all the time to now I'm fitting somebody else's schedule of what time I got to go to class or, you know, this and that, or let me go find a part-time job. And it was hard to find a job that worked with my school schedule. It took me probably six months before I found a job that actually would work with my school schedule. And that's when I was going to work at Old Navy. But at that point, I was always already like, you know, a semester into my school. And I'm like, okay, well, this is what I want to be going into the class that first day and, learning things that actually was interesting and was such a breathtaking moment because I'm like, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be. Yes, I missed that check. Yes, I even missed some people that I worked with. Yes, I missed the comfort of having a job and money to depend on and knowing that every two weeks I was getting a check. I missed it. Yes, times were hard, <laughs> but I missed it. But I also, two years later, had a degree in my field, doing something that I love. And granted, I'm still, you know, looking and trying to find my perfect fit. But now I still got my degree. I got something that I've always wanted. Associates or not, it's still what I wanted. Will I go back to school for another two years to get my bachelor's? Lord knows I have no idea. Because child. But I did it. 
And if that's something I want to set myself up to do, then I'll do that too. Because anything you put your mind to, you can achieve. So don't be afraid, y'all. Come out of that comfort zone. Come out of what you feel is supposed to happen in your life. Start believing and thinking of your wildest dreams, the thing that you always was like, I want to do this, but I'm afraid to do it. I'm, I want to do this, but I'm going to push it back. I want to do this, but I don't have time to do it. Stop. Go do it. Life is too short. And even if life wasn't short, even if we had the, our entire, you know, if our lives was like a million years old, still do something new. It's boring doing the same thing all the time. Go and jump off that bridge and have fun, you know? Live life, enjoy life, encourage people around you to do things that they love and encourage people around you to become their wildest dreams and, you know, be an encourager for yourself and the people around you. Because if people hear your story and can hear the difference you've made in the world or the difference you've been just made in your own life, in your own little world, you can encourage them to do something. You have no idea that you're doing it. And I say that often during the end of my podcast. Nobody can ever listen. But if there is one person that listens to what I'm saying and applies it to their life, I did something right. I encouraged at least one person today, young, old, black, white, whoever that person is, no matter where they reside in the world, I encourage somebody. And I take pride in that. I love that people come up to me or send me a tweet or text me and say, I loved your episode of your podcast. Well, thank you. I really do appreciate every person that listens because you don't have to. Granted, I be in y'all DMs like I'm, you know, dropping my list, uh, my playlist on SoundCloud, but you don't have to. That's just me marketing myself so people can hear and people can see it and people can, you know, see what I'm doing. But I'm never begging people to listen. So when I do get listens and views, I'm like, oh my God, people are literally listening to me. I know that one thing that I said, you're going to take away from that. And you're going to go with it. You're going to listen to it. You're going to say, well, let me, you know, write this down into information or something like that. I don't know what y'all doing, but you know, I love it. And I truly appreciate, again, everybody that listens and everybody that retweets and everybody that posts. You guys have no idea how much it means to me. I truly, truly appreciate it. I am going to go ahead and wrap up this episode today, but I will be back next week. Um, Again, therapy is on Wednesday. I'm going to try to make sure I take notes for you guys so we can have another This Week in Therapy episode next week. Um, as always, I love you guys. I thank you for listening to whoever is listening and paying attention. Please don't forget to like my social media pages. Don't forget to follow me on social media. Mama Thoughts a Podcast with Jay on YouTube. I am still learning on how to upload these videos because, baby, that every time I think I remember how to do it, I forget. And it's a whole process. Um, and it's also hard because I record it on my iPhone and for some reason, the recordings don't connect through the cloud to my MacBook. And it's easier to do the up YouTube uploading on my MacBook. And baby, trying to do all that is a process, not just be like, blah, whatever, I don't want to do it. Um, and only do that, like, only don't do it so much because I, people don't really follow me on YouTube. So I just like, okay, whatever, I'll just do it all on the podcast, um, which I feel like YouTube is a bigger platform, but, you know. But I will continue to attempt to do it that way. But 
Um, yeah. Thank you. Love you guys. Be blessed. Have a great week. And we will chat again next Monday. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.